Time to wake Time to up. up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones in charge. They're the host with the most. They are at the captain's chair. They're behind the wheel, and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hardline, episode 534, Who is Running America, part three. Okay, it is Saturday, May 6th, 2023, May 6th, 2023, so happy Saturday to everybody here. My goal here is to be done by 9 a.m. or sooner, just FYI, because I need to be better with my time management. You know very much, I like to talk to all of you all day long, but you know, I have to make sure that I maintain a certain level of, how should I say it, um, balance, yeah. So anyway, so I hope everybody's doing well. I got some gardening that I'm going to be doing here. Once I get off the air, I'm going to do, we're going to eat some breakfast where I got to go run up to the store, uh, buy a few things. Uh, I got to buy some more copper wire and we're going to finish out our gardening should take about maybe an hour and a half to two hours. But then once, once we're done with that, then we're just going to enjoy God's glory and, and we're going to sit outside and, you know, listen to the birds and, you know, just really enjoy the day. Um, now that it's starting to get warmer out here in Michigan anyway. So we're, I'm very excited for that. So real quick, um, just a couple things. I'm going to play a, um, I'm going to play a video clip 
And then after the video clip, we'll get into uh, this little PDF here uh, on who is running America. We're going to start discussing the fraud of what's going on. But before we get into that, I want to play a little Buddy Brown, his little Southern Tips uh, little short videos that I find on YouTube. But for but before I get into that, let's, let's not forget, let me uh, go to my little disclosures here, my little disclaimer, just because, you know, you need to do it. <clears throat> And like I say, as I always state on the podcast periodically, I'm not a doctor, don't wear a white coat, not a financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. All right. So if uh, those of you that are on Podbean and you're listening from a desktop computer and you cannot um, put comments in because again, if you're on desktop, you can read them, but for some reason, Podbean won't let you put any comments in. You can go into the, his hardline chat or under the link, um, where it says going live, going live, going live. And you can comment under, under there and I will see your comments. So there you go. So let's listen to buddy Brown here on this. It's the men in the eighties versus today. And this guy looks like he's about my age, so this makes sense because I was born in the 80s. I was an 80s baby as well as my wife. So let's give this a listen to because anybody born in the 80s, and look, this isn't taking anybody that was, you know, taken away from anybody that was born in the 90s or 2000s or the 70s, 60s, 50s or beyond. But, um, you know, because I'm an 80s baby, I figure this would be perfect. I'm going to play this. Wait, 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 maybe. Hold on. Hold, hold the phone. I got to unmute this channel. There we go. Here we go. Losing testosterone faster than Alec Baldwin gets kicked off a gun range. Look at the men back in the 1980s, and now look at your neighbor across the street wearing his sister's jeans, drinking soy lattes. My generation had mosh pits. This generation has safe spaces. We ain't the same. We went from being hunters, farmers, and builders to sending emails sitting in a damn armchair all day long. You're killing yourself. First thing you need to do is not be a liberal snowflake. They watch TV in the dark. They don't go outside, eat prepackaged food, which kills testosterone. Get you some chickens, work out, and play with your wife. This sends testosterone through the roof. Remember, history talks about men like Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett. History don't remember soy boys because soy boys accomplish nothing. They do blog about their feelings in your local Starbucks, though. <laughs> Modern men are losing testosterone. Oh, that was great. That was absolutely great. I, I, I don't think I caught that last part, how he was saying that, you, you know, your soy boys are, are blogging about their feelings at their local Starbucks. That was great. I like that. Buddy Brown, you can find him. I don't know if you can find him on uh, TikTok, but I know you can find his channel on YouTube. He, they got YouTube shorts over there. It pretty much serves as like a, as a, uh, you know, kind of a comparison or whatever to TikTok, but that was pretty good. I really enjoy, <laughs> I really enjoyed that, but that's, I mean, it's so true. You know, our generation, we did have mosh pits, you know, but you know, here, this old new generation of snowflakes and look, I'm not about name calling, but let's call it for what they are. That's exactly what they are. You know, we had mosh pits. They want to have little safe space. I mean, not to sound crude or anything, but gosh almighty, you fart the wrong way in, in, in front of them. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm so offended. It's like, you know what? Stop it. All right. You're a man, man, Men make, you know, man noises. Okay. Uh, we're all human. Okay. Don't sit there and act like you don't pass gas. All right. Let's just stop with the nonsense. Okay. Just knock that off. 
All right. Now I'm not sitting here saying that I'm going to, you know, go on some formal dinner with a lot of people and be like, hey, you know, you know, just kind of let one go. But, you know, here's the thing. But that's that's kind of the generation we're in. You know, they sit in the dark. They watch their Netflix. They eat prepackaged food. You know, it's, it's just, again, they drink these soy lattes and they eat crap that lowers testosterone. And, you know, why? It's all by design, again, because they're trying to, you know, demasculate, you know, or emasculate, I guess you could call it, uh, males. They don't want real men. Why? Because they don't want real men standing up and fighting. You got real men with testosterone. That means those men, they're going to fight for their women. They're going to fight for their children. They're going to fight for God. They're going to fight for this country and they're going to take shit back. And gosh almighty, that's what's happening right now in the assembly. We got real men taking over things and we're going to take back this country. We're not only going to take back this country, but we're going to also take back the world. Okay. This is the people's world that God created. And so I love this guy. This is my new favorite guy to listen to, Buddy Brown. Yeah, I really like him. And he also plays good, funny country music. There's a song I downloaded. It's called Everything Gay in June. So I'm going to play that when we get into June. But it's a good song because he's, he speaks truth. I mean, this guy speaks 100% solid truth, just FYI. And look, I'm not bigoted. Again, I've had friends. My wife and I have friends that are gay down in Florida, especially in Florida of all states, you know. I'm sure she, you know, she knows a few people up here that are gay. I don't, but you know, but in Wisconsin, I knew a few people that were gay down in Florida. I knew a few people that were gay. Again, I'll fight for your right to do whatever you want. The minute you start pushing that crap in the public purview and you start taking what, you know, what's going on in your bedroom and you try pushing that on other people, well, we're going to have a big problem. And that's just Jason Jones speak. I'm just going to say that right now. Again, back to the, the masculinity, you know, look, you want to do, you know, you know, you want to whatever, right? Freaking rub beards together or, you know, baby faces, whatever. Okay. That's on you. Don't pull that crap out here. Okay. Don't, don't be, don't be bringing that crap. All right. Don't be bringing that crap out here. <laughs> like two, 2022 DXB is sitting right here. Are you having a Bud Light? Well, yeah, that's no kidding right there. <laughs> I call it training beer. <laughs> so anyway, so there is a little, little short from Buddy Brown there. Now, um, let's get into the reading, and then we're going to play the song that our, our friend Brandon, who emailed me, um, we're going to play that. We're going to go a little old school, which I think is pretty cool, a little 40s jazz. So I'm really looking forward to that. Louis Armstrong is what we're going to be playing. So that's going to be at the end of the show. So let's get right into who's running America, all right? And we're going to discuss a little bit called the fraud. <clears throat> so um, obviously, a lot of fraud kind of stems from the U.S. Supreme Court. And so the members of uh, the Supreme Court, of course, they realized that what was happening to them in the system of law. Now, the court was being asked to perform in a creditor-debtor-bankrupt proceeding to the benefit of the banker-creditors. Now, the members of the Supreme Court said, no, we will not give you a bankrupt proceeding decision that you can then enforce against everybody, a decision not only affecting corporate Washington, D.C., but also having effect, having effect within the corporate state governments. Now, this, by the way, is fraud. And it wouldn't be fraud if the government of corporate Washington, D.C. and the government of the several corporate states declared bankruptcy and then let the people know about the bankruptcy. Now, notice when we say corporate government, we don't mean you and me, okay? The corporate government is not you and I. 
you and I are not the corporate government. The corporate government is the corporate capital of the corporate state. And the government is a neutral government zone known as the corporate capital of the corporate state. And so the government is where the corporate state is. It is a corporate headquarters, just like corporate Washington, D.C. is the seat or will be known as was being the seat of the corporate federal government. This is why we need to assemble our 38 plus states. So the capital of the corporate state is the seat of the corporate state government. So if the corporate federal government and her subsidiary corporate state governments, again, like Michigan, New Jersey, Florida, all 50 states, if they want to join forces and declare bankruptcy, that's not fraud. But this is their corporate business. So, however, it is fraud, though, when those two corporate entities declare bankruptcy, but do not disclose it to people like you and me and every other American out there that they have declared bankruptcy. Now, further, they have not disclosed that their intention is to get you and every other American in this country to pledge to pay off their corporate debt to their corporate creditors. And the corporate bankruptcy is the corporate state and the federal responsibility, not the responsibility of Americans, which is the people. <sighs> I tell you. So as we get into the U.S. Incorporate, incorporated being, you know, being a district and separate from the private, from private Americans, because the people in assembly, just FYI, in case you're not familiar with that, we don't operate in the public yet. We are still in the private. Now, we, the people who created and signed the contract slash compact slash, you know, agreement slash charter of, by, and for the Constitutional Corporation, which is the U.S., capital letters, U.S., all capital letters, United States, using the trade name United States of America, that is a corporate entity or legal fiction, which is distinct and separate from Americans or the unenfranchised people of America. And so the private natural American people did not create the corporation of the United States, but however, you know, which is what we know as the United States incorporated, but United States incorporated did not create the private natural American people. That's right. What was created by the people cannot claim that that creation created us. That's not how that works. So America and Americans were existing, you know, were in existence prior to the creation of the United States Corporation. That's right. The United States Corporation has located its U.S. headquarters in D.C., which, of course, is getting dismantled along with London and... The Vatican, Vatican City. That's all getting dismantled. Now, Virginia State, which is a state territory, it gave land to the newly formed United States Corporation. Now, notice here that we have a state giving something of value, which is land, to the United States. The United States corporation agreed in the constitutional contract to protect the states but instead because of their bankruptcy which was the corporate bankruptcy 
this particular U.S. corporation had enslaved the states and the people by deception and the will of their foreign bankers, with whom they have been doing business. Now, our forefathers gave their lives and property to prevent enslavement. Now, today, though, we are again enslaved. Private, natural American people have been tricked, deceived and set up to carry the U.S. Incorporated perpetual corporate debt under bankruptcy laws. Are you starting to kind of get the picture why Trump became president under one of the requisitions that was put forward by the people in the Michigan General General Assembly and supported by other people in state assemblies or other states? Trump knew exactly what to do and how to deal with a, corp- uh, you know, with a, with a corporate bankruptcy of this magnitude. Why? Because he had to deal with it himself. So every time Americans appear in court, the corporate U.S. bankruptcy is being administered against them without their knowledge and full consent. Now that is fraud. So all corporate bankruptcy administration is done by public policy, in quotes, right, of, by, and for the mother corporation. So the mother corporation's public policy is carried out under the corporate public policy of the corporate federal government in corporate Washington, D.C. See, little sidebar, when you tell people that America is a corporation, they look at you, right? I'm sure you guys have had it. They look at you like you got two heads. You're like, get the hell out of here. The United States is not a corporation. Oh, yeah? Go read the Reconstruction Act of 1871. Go read it. I've read it. Before you start making stupid comments and saying that, oh, there's no corporation in the United States. The United States is not a corporation. Why don't you go read a little bit? How about you shut your mouth and go read a little bit? Jason, that's not very nice. I don't care. Before you start spewing out bull crap out of your mouth, why don't you go read? Go read the Act of 1871. I've read it, not once but twice now. Yes, it's long, but it's well worth the read. You're going to see that America was established as a corporation. Again, hence the Reconstruction Act of 1871. I tell you, people just need to read. But the states use state public policy to carry out federal public policy of Washington, D.C. And public policy, and only public policy, is being administered against you and I in the corporate courts today. And so the public policy that is dictated by all the courts, from the smallest to the most powerful courts in the world, is public policy. Now, this is why we say here in another you know, tape that the Russian people would be enslaved into indebtedness. Now, what will happen is that it will become public policy in Russia to have the people go into joint corporate debt. But the Russians would have been forced to promise to pay those debts. And they will be forced to pay off on those corporate debts. And now corporate public policy is the crux of the whole bankruptcy implementation. Now, corporate public policy is forever a corporate public policy. And the laws that have passed since 1938 are all corporate public policy laws dealing only with the corporate public policy. See, understand that the U.S. corporate policy here is not only an American public policy, but the public policy is of 
which means belonging to the United States corporation. And so the U.S. corporate bankruptcy public policy is not of belonging to, meaning belonging to, it's not of America, the republic. You understand that? It's not belonging to the republic. And so that Erie versus Tompkins case, that 1938 case, was a decision based upon public policy. And so all decisions at, the, at any level since 1938 have been public policy decisions. All statutes, all the rules, all the regulations, all the procedures that have been passed, whether civil or criminal, whether it is federal or state, have all been passed to implement the public policy of bankruptcy. And since 1933, when FDR came to office, that treasonous POS, he's the one that tried to get rid of the Field Training Manual 2000-25, which was released by the War Department to help people in the Army when they, you know, to, to, to basically, it was, a, it was a manual on how to restore America back to a republic from a democracy. Yeah, that FDR, he tried burning every copy and destroying every copy of that out there. Why? Shows you the communistic nature of FDR. But he brought in public policy when he came into office. He brought in public policy. He established that it was the public policy of the government to call in all the gold. Remember that? When they made it unlawful to own gold? Yeah. It was the public policy of the government to declare a banking holiday. That's right. Excuse me while I take a little sip of coffee. I like my coffee. I should learn to drink tea, though. I heard it's healthier. But it was also public policy of the government in Washington, D.C., again, the federal government, to give out government assistance. You know, your Obama phones, EBT cards, Section 8 housing subsidies, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Bought and paid for by you and I, the taxpayer. See, public policy operates the same within the states. All federal court decisions can only be handed down if the states support federal public policy, and the state legal system must be compatible with the federal legal system. One last little section now before we end it, and then we'll play our song and we're going to end it in prayer. So now there is what's called the monkey wrench. This is why when people like us go to court without being represented by a lawyer, we throw a monkey wrench into their corporate administrative proceedings. Why? Because all public policy corporate lawyers are pledged to uphold public policy, which is the corporate U.S. administration of their corporate bankruptcy. That's why you'll find stamped on many, if not all, our briefs. And I quote, this case is not to be cited in any other case and is not to be reported in any courts, end quote. 
the reason for this notation is that when we go in to defend ourselves or file a claim, we are not supporting the corporate bankruptcy administration and procedure. The arguments we put forth predate 1938. And we come in with constitutional law, etc., and all these early cases support our rights not to be in bankruptcy. However, the corporate court, lawyers, and judges have promised to give no judicial recognition of any case before 1938. This is why when the assembly came together, they're doing away with all this, again, with the requisitions. So we're going to end it there because, again, I want to be strict with my time here. We're coming up on 25 minutes. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play this song. I don't know. I don't see uh, Cheer for Brandon on here, but I know when he listens to the replay of this, he will be able to hear this as well. So we're going to play Mac the Knife by Louis Armstrong. This is Mac the Knife by Louis Armstrong. A little over three minutes long, but it's a good song. Crank it up old school, 40 style. Love it. Here it is. Oh, wait, before I do that, let me switch it over on Cloud Hub. So anybody listening live, they're not listening to silence. So here we go. Mac the Knife by Louis Armstrong. Dig, man. There goes Mac the Knife. <laughs> shark has pretty teeth dear and he shows them a pearly white just a jackknife has mac heat dear and he keeps it outside when the shark bites with his teeth dear scarlet billows Start the spray Fancy gloves though Where's my heat dear? So there's not a trace mm, Of red On the sidewalk Sunday morning even, Lies a body Oozing light Someone sneaking Around the corner Someone Mac the knife mm, From a tugboat By the river A cement bags Drooping down Yes, the cement's Just for the weight, dear Bet you Mac he's Back in town Look at you, Louis Miller Disappeared, dear, after drawing out his cash. And Maggie's 
spins like a sailor Did our boy do something rash Suki Tawdry, Jenny Diver, Lottie Lanyard, Sweet Lucy Brown. Oh, the line forms on the right, dears. Now that Mackie back in town. Take it, Satch. <laughs> So that is Mac the Knife by Louis Armstrong. That was a good suggestion. He, he put a, a cheer for Brandon, uh, which he's not on right now, but he he emailed me with some of those because he was like, you know, if you could play a little 40s jazz, that'd be great. Um, and it's funny. Rietta always says she wants disco. I think her husband's getting sick of it because he said in the chat yesterday, no disco. <laughs> anyways, but uh, but anyways, but we're going to end this in prayer. I think I have a neighbor next door that's having a hard time uh, starting his car. He might need to jump. So I'm going to do a quick prayer and then we're going to close this out. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. And we thank you for all the many blessings that you bring to us. And and thank you for this show and this platform and all the wonderful people that come here and listen in. And we pray for many blessings and abundance and, and answered prayers for everybody that they hold it deep in their heart. Hear them and uh, and answer those prayers if it's so uh, in your timing. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. Don't let the enemy cross into your path. Don't let the enemy cross into your territory. Hold that line. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, tomorrow, do a podcast. It might be at 3.30 or 4 o'clock. I'm not sure. There, It's probably a possibility I won't do a podcast tomorrow um, because I do have a very important uh, appointment I need to take care of tomorrow. So there probably more than likely won't be a podcast tomorrow, but I will be ret- actually, I'm, I'm going to make the decision now. There won't be a podcast tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Okay. I'll be back on Monday for sure. So I just wanted to let you all know. So God bless ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you back here on Monday. God bless. Time to wake Time to up. Wake up. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government 
while the people have borne the cost. Thank <laughs> you.